This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. So this just uh, came across from Adam Schefter. We'll start the 5 o'clock hour with this. Dalvin Cook had cleared waivers, and now he is signed with the Baltimore Ravens. So he goes from the outhouse to the penthouse, and now on a team with a chance to win a Super Bowl. Here's one thing I didn't understand. I know this is going to paint me as a bad guy, but one of the things that came out of the Jets when they released Cook, you know, they're going to give him an opportunity to hook on with a good team. Why? What is it, Father Flanagan? What are you, Boys Town? What are you doing? You're running a business. You're all bad. You'll look. You released a guy if he goes on and wins a Super Bowl. Why? I, I, don't, I, I disagree. Like, I think that makes you look like a, a better organization like why hold him hostage he, he's, you're not using him your season's over you can let him go hook up with another team to win a Super Bowl don't you think players around the league would look and say good job out of the Jets for doing that no, I, I, I think it's that. foolish I, I think you're, you're making yourself saps no, you're going to put a guy on a Super Bowl winning team so what? How You're does not that help you? Forget about like being a nice guy. How does that help the Jets? Now you're saying it helps the Jets that yes. other teams might look at it and go, "Wow, isn't that nice?" Yeah, I mean, you're, it's all about trying to win free agents and look good in the eyes of the players. Okay, so you think those same players are going to look and see, "Wow, Dalvin Cook signed with the Jets. They didn't even use him. They made him into a non-entity without any value whatsoever." I mean, but that was going to be the case even if he stayed on the team. Right, so it didn't work. Remember, everybody loved getting him. It was like a great coup to get him. They didn't use him properly. He wasn't that great. The offensive line stunk. The offense is like one of the worst offenses we've seen in decades. Didn't work out. Now they're playing a meaningless game against the New England Patriots. He's probably not going to be used. They release him. He goes to the Baltimore Ravens have a chance to win a Super Bowl. You ask how that makes the Jets look. In the eyes of a lot of players, they'll go, hey, good job doing it for Dalvin. Instead of holding him hostage and making him finish the season with the Jets, he now had a chance to hook up and win a Super Bowl. And you don't think that that has some value? How your organization looks to players? Uh, I, and say, I don't, that's I that's don't a good see, thing. I don't see Bill Belichick doing that. I don't know if he does I don't see does. great organizations doing that. He also, be- great organizations aren't playing out the string like the Jets. So I guess it's not applicable. But I just wonder. It just It's not a good look to me. You're running a charity? Uh, What are you doing? I mean, on the list of things that are not a good look at this point, uh, how high is this on the list? No, that's true. Listen, you're absolutely right. This has been... But but it's just, it's another layer of what the Jets are about. But wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're Joe Douglas. I don't know if this is the case or not. You know, we asked Robert Sala about it, and that's not what he said. He's like, you know, it's bookkeeping or whatever. I mean, maybe they want to play somebody else, and to make room for that to happen on the game Sunday, they had to let Dalvin Cook go. I don't know. But let's just say Joe Douglas likes Dalvin Cook, liked the work that he put in here. It didn't work out, unfortunately. So I've got an opportunity to release you and hook up with another team. I don't know if anybody's going to to do that, but it's possible that Joe Douglas had conversations with some teams who said, you know, I'm not going to trade for him, but if you release him, I'd give him a shot. Go ahead, go to Baltimore, have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Like, why that personal relationship, wouldn't you do that, Michael? If you're the general manager of a team and you like the guy, you know you're not going to use him, the game doesn't have a meaning for the standings, hey, I'm going to do you the favor, you're a good guy, Go, go see if you can go play and win his championship. $6.8 million they paid for this guy. They got nothing out of him. And now you're going to sit back and watch him maybe celebrate a Super Bowl? I think it's an awful look. I'm and, sorry. And by the way, there is a, there's, a, there's an added way here that because of this, they can look even worse, Michael. How's that? Dalvin Cook plays great. Right. 
So then you go see him show up on a great team, be completely effective, look like the guy he was. He made $6.8 million for nothing with you guys, does well with another team. It's... It, I hear what you're saying. But, but but Peter, and I don't know, is it possible that he could have went to Joe Douglas and do me a favor, release me? Yeah, and I'll say no. Sorry, but, but Galvin, no. Would you do that? Honestly, Peter, Like, forget about how it looks. I don't think anybody cares how it looks. It will look terrible. Peter's right, though. If he does great and balls out with Baltimore, the Jets are going to look awful. And, and by the way, chances are there's a much higher likelihood he will ball out with Baltimore because they're Baltimore. Yeah, but we saw that with Tony when the Super Bowl in Kansas City looked awful for the Giants until he's dropping passes this year for Kansas City, and then it looked right. great for the Giants. I, I, so it's very fluid. But the point is, you have relationships in this league. If, if, Peter, if you got to know Dalvin when he was here, liked him, and Dalvin came to you and said, do me a favor, this game against New England doesn't mean anything, I got a chance to hook up, and maybe I'm 28 years old. I don't know how much longer I got as a running back in this league. Maybe I can hook up with a team and win a Super Bowl. He can say, no, it's going to make us look bad. Sorry, go to New England and play. I, I yeah. If there's I mean, no that's purpose, just not being human, <laughs> and they know they're not using him at all. I hear. Well, oh. you're you're a nicer guy than me, Don. Well, but but I just well that is true. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why do we have to continue from that? Yeah, we all know that. Everybody think, listening knows I mean, that. But you well, just yeah. look at the Jets and the way they're run, and they're letting a guy who had four snaps run the organization. They look like saps oh, all that, the time. No, you're not disagree with that, are you? No, but the, no, because they look I like think, saps uh, in a million well, ways. Peter said that there's a million reasons why they look like saps, but I just think their personal relationships in this league. Never mind. This has nothing to do with Cook. It has to do with the agent, probably. They want to curry favor with the well, agent. But, but is that a bad thing? No, that, that's a positive. Well, you did a but favor it's not going to look client. good when he when he has 150 yards in the but, Super Bowl. Uh, but, They'll look like morons. But, this, but, but you're, already, you're already sub-moron, right? I mean, so how, how, can you be worse? Can you look dumber? Could this season be any worse for the Jets? Yeah. Yeah, if he wins the Super Bowl and balls out, right. they, go, they look worse. Right. That they don't know how to employ an offensive his weapon. his agent might have a client that could really help the Jets next year, and because of this, that maybe you have an inside track of signing that player. I mean, that could also help, too. And also, it's just being decent. I mean, uh, Dalvin Cook, I, he, I don't think he played well. It's not all the Jets' fault. They did not get what they thought they were going to get from him. They didn't use him well. The offensive line stunk. It was a lot of things. It didn't work. But... What's wrong with just being a nice guy? He's got a chance to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, like everything you have to do has to be how people are going to look at you. No one is ever going to look at the 2023 season longingly about right. the New York it's Jets. A failure it's over. Cut. It's done. It's a failure. But if I could do a favor for a guy, do something nice, whether it's the Curry favor or his agent, or just do the decent thing. Of of all the things that you uh, and ways that you would describe <laughs> the National Football League. Let's be nice is not the slogan, but but it can be to Don's point though, if if there's an agent relationship, if there are other things. Okay, there. but just tell me the successful organizations that do stuff like this. They they don't. I don't have. They enough. don't. I, I, you may, you may be right. All right, so I want to. This is directed more toward Don. Nice. So there, there's a guy who works at Yes. He's a good friend of mine, and he's a very talented producer. Do you have a name? I, I don't want to give his name because I don't want to get him in trouble. Mm. But he's a big Met fan. Like a big Met fan. Grown up, Mets, all he cares about is Mets. Okay, I feel bad for him already. And the Mets signed Harrison Bader today. Right. Was it $5 million for one year? No, no. no 10.5 million. Oh, that's right. I heard a five. Whatever, 10.55. So 
Now, I, I don't think it's a terrible move for the Mets because you either. could play him in center and move mm-hmm. Nimmo over to left. Now, Harrison Bader had a terrible year with the, the Yankees. He could not stay healthy. And even when he was healthy, he didn't produce offensively, although he's a terrific center fielder. So that's my take on Bader signing with the Mets. But this is what my friend said to me. I wonder if you feel the same way. He goes, this is embarrassing. Severino, Bader, you take the Yankee bench coach. He said, we're the little brothers the way it is. Do you have to keep taking ex-Yankees off an 82 and 80 team? We don't want that. Go another way. Do you feel like that or not? There's a lot of people. I saw it on social media. It didn't cross. I didn't think that way. Right, I, I, I did, it didn't occur to me. It just hey, just try to find players that you think can help you. Like uh, you're not, you're not going to pick them because they were on an 82 and 80 team. Harrison Bader also hit five home runs in the playoffs the year before. Why can't you look at it that way? No, no, I think uh, he's not saying that Bader's not a, a, a player that could help. He's saying that there are other players out there that you don't have to keep getting former Yankees that the Yankees don't want anymore. But I don't look at it as former Yankee for anybody. If you think he can help, like, all right, I, it's all I, how you want to look at it. This is what I would say to the producer. All right, a, a Bader who didn't finish a season on an 82 and 80 team, or I could look at him as a guy that played excellent D on a team that went to the Final Four the year before, and he had five home runs of the postseason. All right, Severino, a guy that didn't live up to expectations, but there was a time where it looked like he could be an outstanding pitcher, and that's what Mets are hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. But as a Mets fan, it doesn't bother you. No, Their manager that, that, is a, a the Yankee bench coach. It didn't. Uh, no, I, I'm okay. being honest. It never even slightly occurred to me. Like there was always the. And I know George was big. Like get Doc, get Daryl, get Kevin Elster, get Rafael Santana. Yeah, he was obsessed with getting former Mets because I think he wanted to win with those guys to stick it to the Mets when the Mets were a big deal. Get the former Mets that won and bring them to the Yankees. I don't look at this as other than players that were available that just happened to play for the Yankees. Like, I, and I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. I hope they do well. But I, honestly, it didn't even occur to me until I saw some people talking about it on social media and you just brought it up to me. All right. I just wanted to get your take on it. And you being a big Met fan, it doesn't bother you at all. It bothered a guy that I, I do respect as well. So Hey, but look at it again. Why does everything have to be negative? Let's say these guys do great. Then then you know what? Then they look terrific. Yeah, they, look they look really great. smart. But unfortunately, as a Met fan, you don't think about the glass half full or the positivity of it. I'm hoping, and they didn't. it's not a lot of risk. It's one year each for these guys, right? So if it yep. doesn't work out, so what? But maybe, just maybe, the team you know needs these guys, especially Severino. They don't have a rotation. If he finds himself, Michael, that's going to look spectacular. That the Mets were able to get something out of Severino the Yankees couldn't get over the last couple of years. That if all of a sudden Bader starts to hit, he didn't hit for the Yankees last year, but he's hitting for the Mets this year. Look at it as a positive. Come on, man. Why does everybody have to be so but negative? I, well, you know what? He's listening right now, so uh, I'll see what he says during the commercial. I, I, there's two ways of looking at it. Number one, there's like the little little brother thing. I totally understand that part. And then is there a little element, Michael, of like you can almost view it as lazy? Like my Stearns wasn't here last year. The, well, the, no, that when you grab people from the Yankees, like, are you just kind of looking up and being like, uh, all right, yeah, we know that guy, bring him over. No, but, but like I said, but Stearns was in Milwaukee last year. Like, what what ties does Stearns have to the whole Met Yankee rivalry? He just looks at them as players that are available that just happen to play for the Yankees. It wasn't like, oh, I I just I didn't want to flip around and do the work around the league. I just I just put on yes in my apartment in New that, York, that, and so you know, like that's not how it works. I, but I, I, you're right. But, but I you can, can make that case 
if it was a general manager that had been here, that maybe it's lazy. Right, but it's a new guy, so in all likelihood, no. Sure. So there, there's a guy on social media. Sure. Really? Says, My God, I miss the days when the home of the Jets, and especially the Michael K show, wasn't just a constant Jets hate fest. Especially Michael K, dude. They released him to save a few bucks. They could care less where he goes. They didn't save a dime, dude. They didn't save a dime because he wasn't picked up off waivers. The Ravens are getting him for free. They didn't save a dime. So that's a bad take. Sorry that we're not like slurping all over the Jets for you. If you slurp over the Jets after this year, you got your head examined. There's nothing to slurp. Ira yesterday said it's one of the most difficult years he's ever followed the Jets. If he's not slurping, we're not slurping. <laughs> Can we find a different word? I, it's, it's, it's quite the word choice. Quite the but you word. know what? Whoever that guy is should call the show and take the L. Because you got to own when you get, you know, we live in this world where, Michael, you say it all the time. People just don't own getting it wrong. You know, you know, you know, this whole last week, been one article after another, one thing after another about how Nicki Minaj publicly said on stage the other day, I don't perform the song Starships. I don't like it. Right. Meanwhile, when I said that 10 years ago, and granted, I didn't say it in the nicest way. I probably could have done better. She, I had to sit in front of her while she ripped me to shreds and destroyed me in every single way because of this take. If God forbid, my a plane of mine goes down next week, the second paragraph would be, Rosenberg rose to prominence in media when he had this feud with Nicki Minaj. It's followed me. For her, it's a little nothing. nothing For me, better. it's followed my whole my whole career. And now, Michael, she fully admits the song stinks. No one mentions, oh, hey, all the articles which broke down what a horrid slob Peter was for having this take, we apologize. She's now on the same page as him. No, no, I'm still a disgusting chauvinist pig because I hated this song 10 years ago. No one owns the L. No, the whole world doesn't own Ls. You know, one of the things that we talked about a lot yesterday, and we're not going to talk about it a lot today... Um, was was Kimmel on that list, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And list so the list came it. out, right? And he's not on the list. No. But if you follow people that actually, you know, are Aaron Rodgers fans or whatever, there's actually fake releases that where they put Jimmy Kimmel's name is. That's why Jimmy Kimmel should sue because this opens up this whole thing. So people are were actually adding me today. So you were wrong. Kimmel's on the list. No, he's not. Oh my god, you were you're just that? following what you want to follow. Your echo chamber. Nobody takes the L. He's not on the list. And it's funny. This whole list is trying to be used as political. The two people's names who came out were polar opposites politically. Like like both sides got stained, right? I hate yeah. everyone. So uh, and and also the, the the two names that were mentioned. Also, there was no mention of them doing anything illegal at the time. They just happened to be on the manifest. But both both sides of the ledger were represented. So why is it even political to begin with? All right. So back to baseball. Yes, please. Um. So the rumors are out there. You know, Blake Snell. Love the Snell. Would, you know, really, you know, he, he would really consider the Yankees. You know, he's a free agent, won the Cy Young Award in the National League. And, you know, Blake Snell is represented by a guy I like and I respect, but he is an agent, and that's Scott Boris. You don't think Scott Boris put that out into the universe so that teams that might be interested in Blake Snell think the Yankees are, and I don't know if the Yankees are interested or not. Now, if you said to me, Michael, would you want Blake Snell? 
at a reasonable salary, but at like $30 million a year? No, he's a five-inning pitcher. He's a great pitcher. He's a five-inning pitcher. The Yankees have enough of those. Enough of those. Now they might end up turning around and doing it, and then you know what? I've got to own it. But I'm not the one making the decision. But people that are getting excited that Blake Snell's interest in any free agent who does not involve the Yankees or the Mets in their area of consideration, they're not smart. Because you know that's going to drive up the price. You just know it is. So please, let's relax, everybody. Blake Snell's interested. Scott Boris put out there that the Yankees and Blake Snell might be interested in each other. Maybe they are. Again, I don't know. But let's relax with that. And one other thing about baseball, it's it's absolutely amazing to me how fans are ripping the Mets and ripping the Yankees. Before today, the Yankees signed a, a, a pitcher to a major league contract. So that's the first free agent dollar they spent. So Yankee fans, who I believe love to hate the Yankees, they don't just love the Yankees, like, blindly. They love to hate the Yankees. And they come out and they go, they haven't spent a dime free agent. Didn't they acquire Juan Soto? Didn't they get Alex Verdugo? Didn't that add $42 million to the payroll for next year? So they haven't gotten a free agent until today. And also, by the way, little secret, everybody, it's January 4th. Pitchers and catchers don't report until the middle of February. Let, let's let's evaluate the offseason for the Mets and the Yankees when we see what their finished but, roster is as they go to spring training. I, I, I know I say this a lot, but I think it's worth repeating. That the whole, we don't buy our championships. We didn't buy our champion. We didn't buy four championships in five years. All the same people screaming, buy a championship. They went out and made the trade of the offseason. Got one of the best players in Major League Baseball. Granted, it's for a year. There's a risk. But because they didn't spend top dollar in free agency... So what are you saying, that that's the only way to build a team is to outspend everybody else? And they offered $300 million for Yamamoto. Man, they were in it to the end. I don't get people. Oh, they haven't spent a dime. They're cheap. Really? You think Soto was free? You know, the, the, the prospect capital you gave up and you're acquiring a $32 million contract? And Verdugo's going to make $8, 9000000 million? Well, I mean, what, what's well, wrong ready. with you people? Get ready for the storm if they don't resign them. I, listen, I don't. I wouldn't say it's a, a great chance because you're not going to get a bargain. And let's face it, too, Michael. The reason that the Mets have not done very much, I think, is to make sure that next off season they're in a position to go toe to toe with the Yankees for Soto. But see, I, I don't buy that though. Why? Because if they sign Snell and they sign Montgomery, you're telling me that uh, Steve Cohen doesn't have the money to sign Soto? Isn't that what Steve Cohen's about? They don't have to, like, maneuver money. That's that's the one worry I have with David Stearns. You hired a guy who's a small market guy, probably has a small market thought process. The same thing with the Red Sox did with Hein Bloom. So he wants to build a team a certain way, and you are not utilizing the strength that Steve Cohen has, which is huge money. But I also don't want to have to be the guy that just outspends and buys it either. I mean, you can make shrewd baseball moves. Put yourself in a position where you don't necessarily have to go over the luxury tax if you don't have to and lose out on draft position and lose out on being able to spend internationally. I understand you can do that if you really want somebody, Michael, and that's certainly what he did when he put all that money in for Verlander and and the big offseason last year. 
But the answer shouldn't always just be, we'll just outspend everybody. What's wrong with trying to make shrewd baseball moves and maybe oh, not have to spend as much money and put yourself it, in a position to spend well instead of foolishly? But while the Mets are building their infrastructure to try to be the Dodgers of the East, what you should do is utilize this money to stay relevant. Uh, another. I don't know uh, if they're another, irrelevant, though. Another um, brilliant uh, post. Uh, I want to be that guy. Michael K. rips people all the time. Uh, Rosenberg all the time for eating on the air. Plays fat pig drop. All that. K. has been a broadcaster longer than most of us have been alive. Doesn't know how to use a cough button. Hypocrisy. Hey, Vin, clown boy, I don't have a cough button. This is... Yeah, but that's I got, why I don't use a cough button, you clown. But you did. You, you didn't let me up when I had my cough, and I haven't said. Uh, oh, you know what? You know what, man? You're, you're allowed. But, I'm, you're but allowed I'm, to I'm, say I, that. To I me. choose to be a better human being. But but because I know I'm, you're suffering, and I don't want to embarrass you but, by constantly but, reminding you that you're sick the way you did with me. Because even when you hit the cough button, we could hear you coughing it, on it, Peter's it, mic. Your your cough is beyond cough button. Cough button can't contain you. It, it me hopes to. or or no, Don. But did I need to be reminded of that? Did I need to be humiliated? No. no. Yeah, but you know what? If, if, you, if, if you ignore the fact that you're coughing like you have consumption, we're, we're ignoring the elephant see, in the room. See, but it's still he's still taking shots at you, isn't he? Michael's been coughing as long, if not longer, than I was. That is not this true. This has been going on, Michael, That is not Christmas. true. You're a liar. Um, How long has Michael not felt well? Well, that's a different subject. That's permanent. That's all time. <laughs> that's forever. I just you think know that they're, just, you know, I, I don't want to jump on these. These people are wrong to jump you the way that they do. But he said but I don't use the cough of, button. But there no, is little, there's nothing to it. I, there's no cough button to use. There is some hypocrisy in you. Though. But how is it? Oh, my goodness gracious. There is no cough button to use. Well. And I, well, what? Well, but then, but so my cough could not be contained by the cough button, which I don't get. I think you were just noticing that I was coughing on yes. Peter, did his cough come over no, on your it's mic? A, it somehow somehow would bleed through on some level, but... Or maybe I just didn't get to it in time. But the point is, neither of you could control it fully. Right, I wasn't being a jerk. Right. And I never said you were. I just commented on the fact that you were coughing like you had a problem. <laughs> and did I say one word about his cough? You, no. I, I didn't cough yesterday. I'm just coughing today. I feel awful. But you know what? Am I calling in sick? No. No, but you will take credit for it. You will say I that didn't you, take credit you until, should, this, until you just brought it up, you clown. You should be in the iron lung is your favorite quote, I believe. I, have I used it? Not today. Pal, I saw some information that there's only one person left still on an iron lung because they don't use them anymore. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Can you Isn't imagine that interesting? he lives in an iron lung? Yeah. 77 years old. He's the last person. Well, Everybody well, else is, what is it dead again? or off. What is it again? It helps you, you breathe. Yeah, but how like, does it work? It's like it's like you're in a metal coffin with your head Do you out. remember um, the Big Lebowski? Sure. When they, when they go to get the, 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 the car, they, they go to get the uh, the documents. They, they, they thought the kid stole the car, and they went to go talk to him, and it's the guy that, that um, wrote for some, what was it, some sitcom or whatever. And he was in the iron lung in the living room. Oh, yeah. That's that's the iron lung. And you're literally inside of it? Yeah, except your head sticks out. That's it. Like Michael said, it's like a coffin. Your head sticks out. I got to look this up. That really doesn't seem like... I'm glad technology has found a way to help people without that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we'll come back. Uh, there's there's an agreement between Yes and MSG that we haven't even touched I'm on. I'm confused, Michael. Help me. Can you help oh, us? You know what? Help I've got the this. information for you. And I know one thing. Peter doesn't get excited about things, but when we... We did it on the uh, the group text. He said, "Wow!" I said, "There's potential there. That could be very interesting." 
By the way, Talk I just about it. I just did a Google image search for iron lung. This is horrifying. It's like it's a horrifying. horror movie. Uh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Hey, it's Michael K. I love when I get to talk about my friends at PC Richard & Son. It's a local company, family-owned. I trust them for my appliances, TVs, electronics, a good night's sleep, too. Their experts use a four-step mattress fitting process to find you the right pillow, the right comfort, the right technology, and the right adjustable base so that your new bed fits you perfectly. They guarantee it. And free in-home delivery on all mattresses, $199 and up. So do what I do. Get the PC Richard & Son, the local company that you can trust for your new mattress. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you missed it earlier, this happened, I'd say about 2 o'clock. The Yes Network and MSG Network, they formed Gotham Advanced Media and Entertainment. Uh, the acronym is GAME. Uh, it's a new technology, sports, and entertainment streaming joint venture. Now, a lot of people are getting excited that think there's going to be an app with the Rangers, the Knicks, uh, all the MSG properties, and the Yankees and the Nets. Well, not so fast, as Lee Corso would say. I mean, that could be what happens in the future. But right now, what is happening is that they have built an infrastructure to properly run their apps that exist right now there could be programming uh, in the future but right now on this date right now there is no mega app that you will get that will give you all of those games again that could be the end game it could be what's happening in the future that's a good way to like project but at this point don and peter that's not what's happening but it's exciting that maybe somewhere down the line it could so what ha- what's the immediate then? The immediate thing is that they are going to be let's let's picture it's a Broadway show. So you see the things that are on the stage, but there's things behind the stage or under the stage like the orchestra and the and the people that um you know they move the props and all of that stuff. It's a, it's it's a, a 
a consolidation of both of their their brain processes, both at MSG and and and, and yes, that will power that moving forward. But again, I don't think that's the absolute end game, but that's what it's starting right now okay. to give people the best experience with their streaming app. If you want to see the Yankees or the Nets or the show on the Yes app, if you want to see the Knicks or the Rangers or the Islanders or the Devils on the uh, on the MSG app, they are not combined yet. Uh, I don't know if they will be. Again, if I had a bet, eh, that might be the way to bet, but uh, there's no def- well, def- definitive thing that that's going to happen. Well, what's interesting to me, like forget the Giants and Jets because of the way their television is structured. It's all national, right? Right. So the odd man out would be the Mets because everybody else would be on this platform, the three hockey teams, two basketball teams, and one of the baseball teams. So if this does come to fruition, then the, the Mets would be the odd man out. The, the Mets would be the odd man out, but I would not um, eliminate the Mets from the conversation. They could join it. Okay. I don't think I, I think both MSG and yes would listen if an opportunity arises. I, I think it's not a good play for the Mets not to be involved because they don't have a basketball team. It's just the Mets. So the the, the SNY is the one of the three um, networks in New York that does not have an app. You can't stream their product. You can do it on the Yes app. You can do it on the MSG app. MSG, uh, yes is just, uh, SMY is just out there alone right now. So uh, I would not eliminate them from the possibility of possibly maybe becoming a part of it. But at this point, that's hmm. not happening. Interesting. It's just it's there's so much going on right now, and it's a lot of it's kind of over my head. Yeah, well, it's all to it's, understand it all. It's it's all going to land. We know where it's landing. We uh, we've predicted it years ago. The return. Tell of, us the return of cable. It's, it's no, got, I, I I think that. In this form, though, in some form, it's going to be you sign up for a cable system and you get lots of choices. Because if if you now look at all of the apps that are available and all of the apps like Netflix and Paramount Plus and 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 Prime Video and Amazon, you know, which is Amazon, you're, you're spending close to if you got all of them, you're spending close to what you're spending on cable oh, bundle. There are definitely people spending more right now, for right. sure. I'm probably I'm probably flirting with more because I, I you got you pay for Peacock. your you pay for your well, Peacock's very affordable, but but yeah, but you're paying Apple for TV. the the cable the cable too. You have to pay for Direct TV or you have to pay for YouTube TV. Those ones cost you real money, like eighty bucks, whatever it is. Then you stack on top of that. By the way, Don, I haven't even mentioned this to you yet. What's up? Uh, yesterday, Natalie and I finished uh, her first time. Finished season three of Six Feet Under. Okay, we've been we've been crushing for cruising for the last month. Beautiful. Do you love it? I she, haven't revisited that in a long time. We, and there's there's a lot of crying happening in the house, but there's it's a lot. it's great. But the from a cable, the one reason to keep cable has been for sports and also to get the internet so you can stream. But you know, I I the only way I can watch the Mets is to keep cable. As you said, there's no S and Y. There's no app for me to be able to watch them. I can watch the, the I can have the MSG. Um, but I'd have to buy it. I'm told there is some version of an, of an app to watch the Mets, but it's bad. It's bad. Uh, oh, yeah, they do have the SMY app. That's right. I always see it on the games on the top, but they're not involved in this. But you do I, have... I, why, why is it bad? I mean, I, I'm just telling you what, I, what I've heard. I, this is hearsay. But, you know, you the, the, the thing was I'm paying for all these channels I don't watch. That was the problem with cable, right? You wanted to go a la carte. So you, you kind of go a la carte with the apps... 
But God, even from a sports perspective, I got to have MSG, SNY. I've got to have you know Peacock. I've got to have uh, the Apple. Amazon. I've got to have Apple to be able to watch the you know, baseball and all. And it's 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 becoming like all right. I will. I, it's a la, it's a la carte, but it ends up being just as expensive as cable with all the apps. That, that well, that's I have what to I, have. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it, at what point do they start coming together? Like we're seeing here in some way, do they start coming together and you just choose the package you have and what it has? It's it's, it's crazy. This is such a smart play, though. Uh, I'm surprised it, it took to this point to do it. But imagine if you had an app that had all New York sports on it. And I think that every New York sports fan would do that. And, and don't just limit it to New York. I mean, the Yankees have... Um, you know they 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 have people that love them in California and Oklahoma whatever this could be a national thing too when all is said and done so the I, I, with the the failure of all the RSNs around the country streaming is the way it's going to happen and to be on the ground floor mm. and have the infrastructure between these two um, behemoths that's that's pretty pretty smart forward thinking well, by that, both well, of them. well that would also kill the um, the packages though right. Like, um, never mind NFL Sunday ticket, but, you know, the... Well, it wouldn't kill the packages. It would kill the packages if there's somebody in California that just buys the MLB package for the Yankees. Right. You want to see the other teams, you know? That is true, but I I think a lot of that is people watching out-of-market games because they have a favorite team that's out-of-market. True. But but even... uh, I get... I've had NHL center ice since 97, but it's amazing the amount of games now that ESPN's taken over that are on ESPN Plus that aren't ESPN exclusives, Michael, but they'll take the other other feed. So there are times where I don't even go to NHL Center Ice because all those games are available on the app. There's a few that aren't, but most of the games are still available either on Hulu or, or ESPN Plus. So it, it it does carve into that quite a bit, at least for me. And, and if, if you believe what Marshan writes, he, he thinks that by the end of this year or next year, ESPN is going to be a total direct-to-consumer product. Now so you have to get an ESPN is. app. Direct-to-consumer yeah. is like you, the you app. order directly. You're yeah. paying for ESPN like just like Max or or whatever. Because I mean, it 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 already costs. ESPN is the most expensive thing the cable companies pay for, right? I think so. And that's where the money comes from, right? And I, I just got really bad news with regard to my TV experience, and I know that people care about this. Desperately. We, we, I let go of my Netflix account and Hulu and uh, use Natalie's. That's, uh, we, that's our family account now because Natalie's a T-Mobile user, and T-Mobile gives you Netflix and Hulu. And chill. But now Netflix is Netflix with ads. Oh, G- yeah. Game-changing experience. Well, I've it's never a thirty wa- second ad. Would you stop? For, well, a thirty second ad. How, how often? Not that often. I've never watched it. Hold on, Michael. Hold on. Are you paying for ads up with Netflix? Yeah. Wait. By because cho- if you get if you get Netflix with ads, it's like twelve bucks a month. Yeah. W- without ads, it's like twenty two dollars. I'll sit through the ads. You, Michael K, voice of the New York Yankees and the Michael K Show have the cheap version of Netflix? Yeah, so everybody feel free to keep the cheap version. Oh, my God. This- hey, hey, speaking of streaming, mm. I-, I hate to do this because I'm a big Bradley Cooper fan. You should see the reactions around the room right now. You, you, your, your, your producers, their heads just fell into their hands. I mean, Good for them. Um, Maestro is, is just, it's, it's a chore. 
you know, you sometimes you watch a movie and you go, this is made for movie people. This is made to win an award. This is to made to get a, an Academy Award. This is it's not made for for people. It's not it's not made for the general public. Really? I mean, I want you to sit through my show and tell me I, what you think. Because we usually do. You watch it with ads or, or no ads? Without ads. Wow. Because he destroyed, I mean utterly destroyed, dismantled, if you will, Tree of Life. So I watched it with zero expectation because Michael eviscerated it. I actually enjoyed it. You would. But uh, but uh, what do you mean you would? Michael has bad taste and stuff. What do you what do you No, is it because it's because it's just not hammered over your head? It's dumbed down. I mean, it's obviously an artsy film. I get I don't like that. artsy things. I'm not an artsy but guy. But it's 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 then very watch- well made. So why, why do, do I-, I watch what? Movies. If you don't like artsy stuff. Because I would I would hope that Hollywood starts making movies for the general public. But they do, but you don't go see those movies. What do you mean I don't go see them? Do you go see Marvel movies? They have 29 of them. <laughs> no, no, that, that's 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 a comic book come to life. Make a movie, like the movie with Paul Giamatti, uh, home, Homebound or whatever. It's Sideways? Excellent. Not oh, oh. Sideways. The Sideways one that's out now, too. it's excellent. What's the, I don't even know what the Giamatti movie is. He he's a, a teacher in a, a private boys' school, and at Christmas there are five kids that don't have anywhere to go. The parents just went on vacation without him, and he's the teacher that's left to take care of them. And they all learn lessons. It's two and a half hours of greatness. I'm Please do me a favor, Don. Please, I know you're a busy guy. Watch Maestro and tell me if it's good. I will. I will give it a try. But but let me ask you this though. You got to play to the room. If I'm going to sit there and watch right. the life story of Leonard Bernstein, I'm expecting right. it to be artsy. Right? It's Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> I mean, right? Uh, what are you? I mean, honestly, it's a hard one for me to even put on. No, no, but but okay, but Leonard Bernstein. If you're going to do a movie about his life, he has a really interesting life. Again, it's so artsy. Yeah, but the people the way that it's are in- shot. But don't you the way- think? People that are interested in his life would want it to be artsy. No, not necessarily. I'm interested in his life. I didn't want it like that. So, right. So you're, so you're not simply saying that it's boring, which which people could argue that Leonard Bernstein- It's a little boring. But you, but it's also, it's not that. It's that they're trying too hard, bro. They're trying really hard to like, um, to really impress the hoi polloi. Did you, did you like, this is changing directions, did you like Joker? Oh, I love Joker. I never saw it. See, I love Joker, but I wonder if you'd think Joker was artsy. Because it, it. it is it is sort of artsy relative to that kind See, of movie. See, I love the whole, what did that mean kind of thing. Like, watching See, I don't it want back. It. That's no. why I didn't like the end of Sopranos. I want to be clubbed over the head with the ending. So you kind of you have a very pedestrian taste when it comes to Really? Cinema. I'm not done. I'm not that And, and I, I can't explain it, but I kind of have a thing for Carrie Mulligan. Wow. Yeah, I can't explain it either. Although she's great in this movie. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. One of the biggest problems with the country is is they want everybody to eat healthy, but healthy is more expensive and inconvenient. There's nothing more convenient when the kids are screaming, it's dinner time, you've got literally 15 minutes before you've got to be someplace, go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. It's, I'm sorry, you don't want to have to do it. It's child abuse, I get it. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what, 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 what else are you going to I'm telling you, anybody that's sitting, oh, well, I'll never do that when I have kids. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you're going to do it, no, and but, you're going to do it well. But- 
Wow, that that's a surprise. You didn't you didn't see it coming, did you? No, that that's the best thing that was said. Wow. No, no, it's the point, God. You know, what I, I mean? get it. Well, what's the point? The point is, <laughs> we need McDonald's sometimes. <laughs> You, I, you didn't get the point? No, because what I did get is that you know our sales staff is working on a big McDonald's uh, oh, and that was promotion the right there, and you just killed it by saying, "Oh, I was poisoning your children." Well, hold on, about, child abuse. In, in 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 all fairness, Michael, how long have you been at the station? Twenty one years. When was the last time you heard a McDonald's spot? I think Don's pretty safe. Let's go to the phones. Do Let's it. go to Garrett in Paramus. Garrett. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, I just want to just circle it back to that uh, conversation you guys had with uh, got her name Jean. But uh, I have to side with Mike on this one just because Judy. Of my personal experience. Yeah, Judy. Judy. Judy from Buffalo. My bad, Judy. Yeah, but um, I remember. I think it was the first time. Like I, or second time. Like, I remember I was hanging out with uh, with a girl, and I guess we were we were in a car in the car, and she made cookies. She really made cookies, and I, and I don't know what happened. I, I remember I ate one in there, and all of a sudden, like intrusive thoughts just came flying through my head that these were poison and I literally had just like a panic panic attack right in front of her and just like ever since then can't even came and leave my water bottle like around the gym good for you. I just think people just but were you poisoned or was just paranoia on your part no it was paranoia I, uh, I, did I you end up like, marrying this girl an hour. no I did not did oh not. too bad <laughs> Well, well, you know what? Uh, listen, no, we're, we're, we're trying to make a joke out of it, and, and, and Don and Peter could jump me all, all they want. Thank you for the phone call, Garrett. Uh, why, I mean, do you do you leave your drink at the bar and turn around, Peter? Uh, no, but I well, wouldn't. I don't sit around worried about it either. But you wouldn't do it because there are bad people out there. I, I don't think I have to tell you I, I, don't, I, don't I think really about don't it. think about that now if I was a, a I would think women certainly yes, should because I don't trust certainly. men and their right. filth um, but as a man I have to tell you I don't really think about that but again, all right, so men, men men are filth is that's your quote so what if like um, somebody sends me a package of baked goods at Yankee Stadium and they say oh this is from uh, Lori in Mayapak but it's really from Jed in his basement uh, in Queens uh, uh, should I eat it now, f- fair. I will say this. Let me get specific with this cookie conversation. <laughs> you just getting random packages sent to you out of nowhere, I will say I understand why you're not comfortable eating that. And you certainly don't want to set the stage for like people doing that all the time. However, like when someone, a listener who we've met multiple times at our events, which has happened, and they're very nice, and I've met them now a handful of times, to come and bring us a, 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 a treat that looks tasty, that doesn't worry me. I see that as different. All right, good for you. But also, well, you and I think about how many things we. I've, 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 I've shared a smoking apparatus with strangers, uh, you know, at random concerts. Like you've never done any of these things. These are not things you would ever do. So why? Right. Well, first of all, I'm a germ phobe. Right. That's number one. And I'm, I mean, call me crazy. I'm, I'm a poison phobe too. I don't want to get poisoned. Poison phobe. But where does that, that come from? I know it's, it's so rare. And you know what else bothers me, too? Go ahead. So it's very easy to get someone's home address. And I'm just advising people. I think that this is the way. Anybody who sends me anything to sign at my house, it gets thrown away. You will never get a return from me if you send anything to my house, ever. Hmm. I mean, people have some gall 
to like infringe upon your I respect that your I no private that. time and say here sign these six baseball cards. No, you know, you, if you came up to me at Yankee Stadium and you asked me to sign a hundred of them, I would. But to send it to my house, I just throw it away. So if you have sent stuff to my house and expect it signed, and you're wondering why you haven't, it's in the garbage. I th- by the way, this one, this part I respect because that is a violation. If you don't, if you don't publicly have that, it's one thing if they send it to the station. Right, to that's a different story. A Absolutely, thing. to send it to your home is crazy town, and, and, it, and it happens all the time to people in this business. All the time, uh, it's, it's happened to me a few times with that tops card that I get it sent to the house. It's very odd, and it goes right in the trash. Sorry, I, and, and a lot of it is. Oh, I'm an eight year old. I don't know if you're an eight year old, and also you should learn a lesson, eight year old boy. You don't send something to somebody's private residence. But I, I, mean, I, I just don't. I, I, it happens very rarely. When it does, I, I send it out like in good time. I mean, I don't do it right away. Uh, Oh, every, I everything think, I believe in. No, you but know. I don't think it's done because they're breaking up. Uh, whether it's malicious yeah, or not, the they're is, breaking a barrier. I know, but you Google it; it's there, so it's more of an online problem. It's yeah, but you don't reward it. Yeah, I'm with Michael. No, I, I'm, I'm with you too. I just I can't throw it out. And you I feel too bad. bad. I feel bad. No, I don't feel bad at all. Actually, I set it on fire too. The weirdest thing though about Michael is here's what I find. <laughs> here's what I find puzzling about him. He's so scared of anything that could shorten his life. We I mean health stuff freaks him out all the time. We we talk about all the time. Someone dies at 94. What do you think, Michael? Would you take it? Ah, I don't know. I can make 99. We we he lo- he wants to live every minute on this planet that he could, right, Don? Yes. But at the same time, he also restricts himself from so many things that would be enjoyable about spending time on earth. I enjoy my time on earth. But you spend all of it being worried. Well, doesn't matter. I'm worried because I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. Yeah, but the people that worry the most are then the ones that are the first to go. Well, I don't know about that. Michael's already proved that wrong. Why? I'm 62. I haven't lived a long life yet. No, but you, you, you're not the first to go. No, but you know what I mean. Just live it, man. You think you're enjoying it. If you had a chance to redo it, You'd be like, wow. Nah, you know what? You know, uh, Peter, uh, I stand corrected. You're right. I'm going to go and enjoy. I'm gonna, next time Vicki Lawrence is in town, I'm going to go see her <laughs> because Don knows how to live. I don't. If Vicki oh, Lawrence does no, Mama's Family in Paramus, I'm going. Man, why does he always go to the same old, tired? Uh, you know, how about when I went to see. Uh, you know, Alice Cooper in ministry over in uh, on Long Island. That's uh-huh. a completely different you know what? Way. I'll do that, oh, too. Because you don't like it. You don't know it. You've Here's what I'm going to do. Bands. I'm going to go see Alice Cooper and Ray, whatever metal band you like, and I'm going to bring along cookies that strangers cook for me, and I'll just sit there he, and eat he them. He makes it seem like, oh, Alice Cooper, Rob Zombie. Well, that's, that's, that's a different experience than uh, going to see what, what he... Mama's family. I'm, 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 I'm versatile. I can do different things. I think the yes. point that Don's trying to make it. Well, you know what, Michael? We should do it then. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we do that? We'll be back with that in just a moment. These two guys, you know, they joke that uh, people say, well, they really hate, they really do hate me. It's amazing we've lasted this long. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.